everyone, and welcome to episode 42 of the Comeuppance Reviews podcast. This is Brett speaking. Hey, it's Ty. It's the Tyster. What's going on, everyone? <laughs> and when you say everyone, you mean the director video connoisseur, Matt. Yeah. Hi, Matt. Yeah, thank, thank you again for, for having me on, I think, for my, my record-breaking... Um, <laughs> Fiftieth appearance. Yeah. appearance. Forty-two. Forty-two appearances. You've been on every episode. No, he's been on more. Uh, he's appeared more than episodes that we have. Yeah. So <laughs> no one knows how. It's uh, something metaphysical, but he managed. Yeah. Look who's back. It's the right. connoisseur. And I think you guys as well. I think for the um the 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 direct video connoisseur pie. I think at this point, because remember the the initial show had um. You know, it was Jamie and I as as co-hosts, and I, I it's possible that that we've gotten to a point where you guys have been on more shows than even she was. Wow, she was the co-host. Wow, we that boy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not, not wasting any time with Owen C. Wilson. Oh, oh. <laughs> wow. Um, I heard somebody was doing oh. that routine on a radio show. So, um, really? This radio show out of out of Miami, um, this sports writer Dan Levitard has a show. I think they were doing that bit. They were doing like the because they were all saying "Wow" like to each other, and and I think yeah, the, the Owen Wilson thing is just contagious. <laughs> Someone's been listening. I think they've been listening to our podcast because who was doing that besides Ty? I don't know. Well, I'm I'm not surprised. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying wow because you're not surprised okay yeah, well. <laughs> um but moving on from that we have our oh, classic okay, segments oh, yeah what are we going to say well, Ty? No, we want to mention one more thing before we do the segments which is um that you watched boss level no oh, yes i did i fired up the grillo for for boss <laughs> yes level. i know that's something you were going to do yeah, um, you know yeah, I gotta say, I think I I, I agree with you for it. I I kind of I don't want to give away. I, I it was weird, like cause I did my review for it last week as well, and I didn't want to give away where I thought there was an issue. Cause like I kind of felt like the movie had a had like a clear like end at the hour mark, and then it kind of tacks on another half hour. But I also think too that for like modern action, um, it, it feels like it's a it's we're it's moving. If 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 we get more like that, we're gonna be in good shape. I think. Um, you know, Grillo was good. The the action was good in there. Um, it was a very interesting concept, like you said, this idea of like a like a a, a, a human in a video game. And I think um, it it kind of made me think about when when you when you're playing like Ninja Gaiden or whatever video game you're playing, and and the character just dies and comes back to life. Um, you know, you, you don't really think about the fact that that's actually like a violent death that that character is experiencing. And so it's right. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, no, I was just going to say, as a player, you want to keep playing until you reach the end. And so I think that's what Frank Grillo was trying to do. You know, it's you just keep playing. And of course, there is one part where he gets defeated, you know, he feels defeated and doesn't want to do it anymore. But for the most part, that's kind of like what you want to do. So that's what that was mirroring that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I, I was thinking about what the idea would be. Maybe I'm, I'm starting suddenly verging into to no subject territory here. But like uh, the idea of like like what if they made like a Ninja Gaiden or Ninja Gaiden um, uh, adaptation? And that was what it was, was like, you know, or like any kind of video game movie adaptation. Because, you know, they always do video game movies. But what if that was what the movie was, was that the character <laughs> would die and come back to life? And, and, and that's how, how it worked. Well, I mean, the idea that this uh, if someone's being controlled by an actual person was kind of explored in Gamer. Yeah. You know, also, where, um, Max, yeah. Max, ha- no, what, what, what was it? Wasn't one? Max Payne? I don't think. Max Headroom. No, no uh-huh. it was, what is the one that that um that, that what, Max Cloud? Right? Is that what it was? The one that that Max Scott Cloud. Recently? Um, right. Oh, right. I can tell. What did you watch that or no? 
Yeah, I did. It. I watched it because it was um it was on Hoopla of, of all places. <laughs> right, Hoopla, oh, like the library. <laughs> yes, yeah, and so that was how I watched it. And so it's interesting because yeah, they're 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 um. The, so this girl gets sucked into a video game, and it was supposed to be the early '90s. But what's funny about it is that like whoever wrote it used like modern slang that we never would say in the '90s. But also, it was written by somebody from England, so they were like talking like the guy was like talking about eating tinned beef, which we didn't mm. say in America. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so she gets sucked into the game, and then her friend um, has to control the game to like. Like he has to essentially win the game to to save her and get her out of it. Right. So th- this idea has kind of been explored somewhat, but I know what you're saying. Where, you know, what if there was a guy like Grillo who had to figure out all these challenges and, you know, fight his way through to Mel Gibson. Yeah, I mean that's what we 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 think of video game adapt. I mean, video game adaptations don't seem to ever really be that good, but that might be why that they don't they don't include that element of it that boss level had. Um, that you know that whatever the care you know like Double Dragon. I mean, how great would it have been Double Dragon if like you know, uh, Mark DeCascos and and um, Scott Wolf just kept getting killed. <laughs> And then coming back to life, you know, and, and it's like, you know, like, you know, like dying these like horrible, you know, like getting beaten up by by, you know, whoever. And then like coming back to life and being like, oh, you're like, um, what was it? Um, was it the woman with the whip who would knock people off a building, I think? Oh, yeah. So like, yeah like she had a name people. that gamers who are listening might know. But, yeah, she had a name. And um, Lash, right? But, was it Lash? Was it Lash? Yeah, that sounds that's that sounds sounds like yeah but what's interesting is if they made an adaptation of like an nes game like a ninja gaiden those games are so hard you're always dying exactly (laughs) like if they made a ghosts and goblins game they would just (laughs) be the guy dying like a hundred times and then i don't know if that would make such a good movie because you just keep dying so much you know right you die um, her name was lash linda lash so oh oh, linda lash linda lash Lash. (laughs) good memory no, I didn't remember. I looked it up on IMDb. So I oh, okay. Oh, she was in the movie. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah she was played by um, a soap actress. Um, oh. Yeah, uh, Christina. It says her name's Christina Wagner because she married Jack Wagner. I don't know what oh. her name was at that time when she did the movie. Yeah, Jack yeah. Wagner. He's in a bunch of soap. That's the perfect soap name, by the way. <laughs> well, and also a great singer of All I Need. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great 80s hit. Like, that's... <laughs> Um, yeah, so yeah, I'm glad you, bars. <laughs> well, that, I don't know that I think that'd be a very hard song to sing, actually, because if uh, you tried to sing, it, you'd be like, oh, uh, it's like you can't really do it. You have to be Jack Wagner. He hit okay. those notes. Yeah. And then like, yeah. like, you get into like the just a little more time. Like, you really got into that. Other, yeah, like, <laughs> That's well, great. You can see why it was such a great hit of the 80s. I think they might have used it in whatever soap he was on. General Hospital, yeah, yeah. I think it was like in an episode. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Rick Springfield got his start on General Hospital as well before he did Jesse's Girl. <laughs> well, it's just a launch pad for all these great singing uh, singing stars, uh, and or movie stars if you count Hard to Hold, which I've never actually seen. I never saw that one. I, I want to see it, but I don't want to see it. So it's like <laughs> it's like I'm right, right on the fence. <laughs> yeah, the idea of seeing something with Rick Springfield in it does it, it is appealing for sure. Well, he was on that he was on that uh syndicated show, right? High Tide. Oh right, yeah. yes, that's right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I was out looking that up, by the way. 
It's like, well, I know you you love your syndicated shows of that time. So, wait, what's yeah. that one you want to see, Brett? As oh, Fred Dryer? It, it's it's a number. Is it six oh, no, or seven? Land's End. No, no, the ones it's a number. It's like oh, seven six. or six. six. Or seven, yeah. Seven. yeah, I can't remember because it's so easy to forget. But it's like a number, and I don't even know if they played it in our area in the as far as the syndication. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah, I, high tide I do remember, but yeah, I, I don't think they they played, I, you know, because I think you know it's interesting. I think because we we were almost in the same area of the country growing up for TV shows. Like they probably, you know, we were almost the same market. I guess like maybe you guys maybe were more like New York for the market, yeah, and we were more Hartford. Boston. But yeah, yeah Hartford, so yeah, that's right, Hartford would it, yeah. So that would explain if, you know, if we weren't able to see Six, if that is the name of the show, and, and you didn't either, or maybe you couldn't, I don't know. Um, when you're a kid, you only kind of half check the TV guide. You're just a goofball trying to watch Saved by the Bell. So you're lucky to see High Tide. <laughs> right, you're watching the preview channel, the scrolling yeah. TV guide. Yeah, because, you, you know, it's interesting, too, when you think about from the idea of having a Fred Dreyer show is that if you're a local TV station that's looking to, you know, for content, the mindset is probably like, why would I want this new Fred Dreyer show when I can just get all these episodes of Hunter and play those <laughs> instead and everybody's going to want to watch Hunter? Well, don't show the ones where he's riding a desk, as I always mention with you. It's like he didn't do anything in season six and seven. He just right. sits there. It's all Stephanie Kramer, I think, right? Just, uh... They're supposed to be a team. Yeah. Supposed to be Hunter and McCall. Right. <laughs> um, but that might like. Oh, sorry. So that might lead right into the cliche of the day because oh. it's definitely possible that Hunter faced a oh. Euro trash baddie. So, as we call him, the Eurotrash baddie, which of course was started by Die Hard, you know, and Hans Gruber, because you have to have a baddie that's from another country, because that's scary, you know, because, you know, we don't know what their mindset is, and uh, they're they're an other, in quotes, you know, they're an outsider, so they can be capable of anything, you know, if they're from Germany or, you know, somewhere around that, that <laughs> Germany that's never specified. Um, so, you know, because we don't know their malevolent intentions because they're a foreigner, they're a scary foreigner. So, um, and after Die Hard, you pretty much had to have that. Like, if you look at Cracker Jack and um, yeah. countless, Plummer, countless others. Christopher yeah. Plummer played a German, and then there's Alexander Grodinoff, is how you say his name? Yeah. It's like to, the idea too, because I think people loved the idea of the diehard like German efficiency baddie, and then mm. like this idea that like American ingenuity or something like like you have like the the cold efficiency of the German juxtaposed <laughs> with like the out of the box like just do whatever it takes to get it done American ingenuity, and it seemed like people really loved that that you know because it it was always like the the Euro trash baddie would always come up against this like real blue collar. Like, you know, like John McClane, who says he loves Roy Rogers. Right, exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, Michael Ian Griffith, you know, he's like, you know, smoking cigarettes and, and drinking, you know, whiskey. Um, and, Jack Wilde. Right. Sorry, Thomas Ian Griffith. Thomas Ian Griffith. What did I, yeah, what did I call, I call him? I, uh, he said Michael. But oh, that's, Michael, yeah. 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 I could be his brother. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, yeah, that, that I think probably the worst, I think for me, the worst Euro trash baddie, um, which is interesting because the movie itself is great, was the skyscraper uh, Euro trash baddie. Oh, oh, oh no, right. not the Shakespeare <laughs> guy again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nuts. <laughs> but I do think you have a point that the I think audiences, certainly American audiences, respond to when 
just the do whatever it takes American attitude defeats the foreigner because I I think you can trace that back to probably World War Two, you know. So American spirit. Yeah, that's in that's in us. So yeah, I think you definitely have a point with that. I'm trying to think of a good Euro trash bag. I don't I don't know if, I don't think you saw it yet, Matt, but it's a Gun Blast vodka with Yuri Klosnow as the villain, as you know, it's bleach blonde hair and the movie's kind of garbage but it's fun because it's got auto yeah we all love our got auto yeah it's like who <laughs> and that's um, when the, yeah. that, that weird guy on our site was talking about you know, it was set in poland and he wasn't happy oh, about right. <laughs> that's right yeah and also thomas Ian griffith was in beyond yeah. forgiveness that's right some goofy guys flagged our reviews for beyond the uh, redemption wait forgiveness and, was it uh, yeah i think it was forgiveness and uh gunblast vodka because they're both set in poland yeah and, but we went through this on another podcast so we yeah, don't need yeah. to rehash yeah, but, this no um, but he talked about uh tom yeah. <laughs> yeah, tom ian griffith yeah tom ian griffith <laughs> yeah and also christopher neem seemed to be a yes. guy that was like you you they, he was he was from england so he wasn't even yeah, but i guess that's the thing right christopher Plummer is from england um yeah, yeah uh, they're they're all you know um, but but Alan Rickman's from England. But yeah, he was like the one. It was like like I think um what was it, Irresistible Force. Um, he oh, played yeah, that he character. Is, yeah, he, he's always good at playing that evil kind of trash baddie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, him and the, yeah, but Jurgen Prochnow is a good call because that's usually what he is. And um, there's other actors that kind of specialized in that. Um, trying to think of another example, but uh, but yeah, so that's our cliche of the day. I think people definitely have seen that yeah, many times. Well, I guess we'll jump to the uh, should have been action star, but this will be should have been action stars segment, kind of, right. and then jump into the no subjects because right because this almost is the no subject. This will be yeah. at the beginning of the no subject, but we have a bunch of one named singers yeah. that all could be um, action stars. So Ty, what are the one named singers? Okay, I'm gonna I'll just say them all. So we have Dido, <laughs> and we have Charo, <laughs> and we have Pele, and we have Sade. <laughs> keeping keeping in mind that Paley's not a singer, I don't think. No, but, no, uh, you know, Paley's an awesome soccer player. He hits right. you in the face. Uh, he right. didn't do that in victory, though. I don't think. But he did his awesome bicycle kick, as we all remember. Oh, oh that's right. So if we can fight Stallone victory instead of being a World War II drama, it'd be a way better movie. So, <laughs> no, I can yes. see it being in like it's set in Brazil. It could be one of those El Presidente movies, oh. and then he like does that bicycle kick, but instead of a soccer ball, it's like the bad guy's head. <laughs> right. Or a grenade, right? He kicks a grenade oh, yeah. at somebody, Perfect. right? <laughs> yeah, someone throws play... a grenade and then he just kicks it right back. I, that's amazing. I mean, I he could be in. Hong... Uh... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go. I, saying, I thought there was a Hong Kong movie where somebody bicycle kicked a knife at somebody. <laughs> that very well that's could be. It's like... <laughs> it might be one of those movies you bought recently, Ty, with like Moon Lee and all those people. Oh, uh, what was it? Oh, Angels? Midnight Angels. And. And then there's all that very wacky movie that I watched, uh, Naked, Naked Huntress. Naked Huntress, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, wait, what's I can't now I can't think of the title. Um, instead of uh, what's his name, the the boxer Brian Dennehy, you know the what's the movie called? Oh, Gladiator. What's that? Gladiator. Gladiator. No, no, no. Uh, um, the guy, the boxer who passed away recently, and then Brian Dennehy during the forest. Or in the jungles? Why well, can't I get the title? Marvin Hagler. Died. Marvin Hagler, thank you. Indio 3 would have Pele. Oh, oh yeah, Indio 3, yeah. Yeah. 
See, the problem is they, it's not like the 80s where the, those Italian filmmakers would make these movies in the jungle anymore. They just don't do that anymore. Yeah. You got to bring back the jungle. So it's like, well, they did show down Manila. That was kind of the jungle at the end. Mm, uh, yeah, that's true. They had that bit where Cynthia Rothrock showed up. And, you're right. Who was, yeah. had, uh, was it Gruner? Yeah, Gruner. Gruner Wilson. Yeah, yeah, Donald the Dragon. Yeah. So it's like... <laughs> I felt um, so bad so, for Nesby in that movie because it was just like, here's Casper Van Dien just like stealing every single scene he's in with Nevsky and and making Nevsky look like this sort of like this one note. And then it's like, well, what do we do to to to, to make that you know worse? And we just bring on Rothrock, Wilson, and Gruner, and everybody's like, I want to see them in the scene instead of Nevsky. I, I kind of felt bad for him. That's what we all thought. It's like, yeah. why can this be the movie and Casper Van Dien? So it's like, yes. But Nevsky, what's, uh, what's the one that's like National Treasure meets Fast and oh, Furious? Treasure, treasure Raiders. Treasure Raiders. <laughs> if you want to see Nevsky at his best, yeah, <laughs> question mark, best. then that might be something you might want to look out for. Did, um, did I mention something that about the movie of all those great people in there? It's like a oh, red. Oh, no. I'm going to look it up. I'll look it up now. We didn't see me Charo. Oh, I that's mean, right. Sorry. We're talking about Charo. Yeah. So she can well, hit someone. Maybe she can team up with Pele. Yeah. Yeah, Pele, yeah. Well, I got Pele and I got Sade. And then yeah, I, have, he, I have Bjork. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, there's more. I thought that was it. I have a few more. Well, I, I could say them all. but I mean, All I'm right, say them all. Okay, so there's Bjork. Maybe she can hit someone with that swan, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, she did beat up that reporter. Remember that? Oh, that's right. Oh, yes. That was great. That's one of her best things. <laughs> so it shows she's angry and can fight. So. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that too. You can just you can see in the beginning she's like punching uh like a punching bag, she's really mad. It's like getting ready to punch. It would be like enough, you know. Oh, like, perfect. Like instead of J Lo, it would be Bjork, and like her Icelandic husband is like leaving her, and she gets mad, and there's some betrayal, and yeah, oh. she has to train using a punching bag. Well, wait. So her name would be a dash too, B Ork, <laughs> instead of J Lo. <laughs> uh, yeah, B York. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that works. <laughs> B dot Ork. Yeah, Ork. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it starts with a J, so yeah, why B, not? Yeah, it almost works. I can um, the other ones. Or I have Flea. Right, what are the other ones? I have Flea. Sting. Flea. You have something to say about Flea, Matt? Oh, he's been in movies. He was in The Chase, wasn't he, with Charlie Sheen and Christy Swanson? I just bought a copy of that, like yesterday. Oh. <laughs> He he wasn't in Point Break, was he? But he should have been. I know Anthony, Anthony Keenis was in Point Break. Yeah, I flee with the. Remember the um the Bust a Move video where he had no. those pants that were made out of yeah. stuffed animals you get out of a machine, yeah. out of the, the yes. crane, whatever the the crane machine. Yeah. Oh yeah, who could forget? So he'd have to wear those. Would you yeah. wear those pants? though, you guys, would you would you <laughs> take a chance? Well, you need an occasion. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. I don't know if you just wear them day to day. You need an occasion. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> But I, I think, you know, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, you know, the last time I went to a, a party, like, even well before, you know, all of this other stuff, it was like, I, I don't remember, like, like, it's like, I have a friend who um sometimes has a couple people over to do uh, karaoke, because he's got it kind of set up on his computer and stuff. So I guess that that would be the occasion, you know, like, hey, three people that are here seeing me with these pants on. <laughs> so, yeah, so that that's a good one. And let's see, do you have any others? Yeah, I do. I have Enya. <laughs> No, with yeah, Enya, I see, though, yeah, yeah. I can see, I can see that could be expanded a bit because maybe, you know, she sings, you know, very loud, maybe breaks glass, 
and then she is that what India does? I, I thought she was more mellow. Well, yeah, but it's so mellow. You know, people just, yeah, I don't know. It needs more work. Maybe we say they fall asleep, asleep and then she can escape. Yeah, she can do a sleeper hold of her music. Well, I think, too, with Enya, there's a, there's been this trend, right, of these femme fatales that have, like, very short, dark hair that mm-hmm. wear, like, leather, and they just kind of walk around in these, like, like Amazon, Prime, Hulu, like, whatever, like, made-for-those-things movies, and they just kind of walk around with knives and stuff, and, and they're, like, assassins in Europe. I, I think she could really fit that mold. Yeah, she could be with, like, Natalie Byrne in, like, <laughs> Awaken Part 2 or something. Yeah. I'm trying to think of her, what her real name is. I'm assuming her name is Enya. Uh, I won't show. Yeah. Oh, actually, I do know her real name. It's really hard to pronounce, and that's why it's called. Her name is Enya. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to try to pronounce. Let me see here. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, going off of B York, maybe it could be Enya. Yeah, yeah. With an N. Yeah, N-Y-A. Yeah, yeah. N- N- Let's shorten it even more. You know what? Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not even sure I'll try to attempt this, but let me try here. So, Ethan. Paradragon <laughs> Nye Byronian? Oh my god, I know I completely Okay, well that. actually that's perfect. That's exactly how you oh, pronounce no, exactly. it. So moving on. Um uh, Okay, so I love the idea of like if they did it like if that was what she went by as a singer, like all the pure moods like things, <laughs> where like they would do like the scrolling of what songs and it's like, you know, like sail away with that yeah. huge name underneath like it's like a, like almost like probably going off the screen at some point. <laughs> <laughs> or on the marquee too. You just it's a, it's a three D marquee. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. I wonder if that's possible. I, mean, I think you can do like maybe two letters off marquee. We can't do that name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> somebody outside. Yeah. Somebody, definitely... There's like a bunch of motorcycle people. Oh. I guess. Oh. <laughs> Happens in our town of Hand. Oh, it's the Hellriders. Oh, <laughs> is it? Oh yeah, the Hellriders. That was Adam West, right? <laughs> I doubt that is best. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen it. Did you see that one, Matt? I've never seen no. it. No. No, I, you should. I need to see more Adam West just in general. Like when we did the um the the, the Marquini or Marchini um episode, <laughs> I mean, uh, it's uh, a Marquini bikini. Marquini, <laughs> yeah. the, the Adam West ones were like, man, why am I not watching more Adam West? <laughs> exactly, I think that's exactly what we thought. It's like he's doing that great speech about global warming and yeah, uh, yeah or in um, Night of the Kick Fighters, right? I mean, oh, he's, he's, he only makes the best movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, he's like, oh, why am I not watching more? I totally get that sentiment, you know. Um, you gotta watch Jungle Wolf uh, too. Yes. Return Fire. Return yeah. Fire. Yeah, has a good song. Yeah, has a great song. And um, I mean, because I know upcoming, we're gonna be doing a Leo Fong episode. So, you know, it's kind of the same thing. You watch it and go, why am I not watching more of this guy? I mean, he's great. So that's, hopefully that will inspire not just you but other people to watch more Leo Fong. Yeah. Yeah, Leo Fong, like, for people out there that are curious, like, he has a lot of his stuff on YouTube, so you can really get into some Leo Fong on YouTube. I think Low Blows on YouTube, um, oh, great. Blood Street, yeah, so mm. for people out there that, you know, maybe, you know, yeah, maybe, they, you know, before ahead of us doing the episode, right, people can get, get watch it. Yeah, that's a good idea. Oh, yeah, well, that's a good idea, and also they, Marcini and Fong teamed up in Murder in the Orient. That's right. Is that on YouTube? Um, and it's Hawkeye on YouTube. I guess we'll have to check into that. But Ty, do you have any more uh, one name singers? Uh, I do. I also have uh, Babyface. Mm. <laughs> you could team up with Baby Spice. Yeah. Maybe huh. in some sort of cop uh, buddy cop movie. I didn't expect that idea. Okay. 
So, but Babyface is kind of old now. So yeah. Like, well, hey, but all these are all completely speculative. You know, this yeah. could be back in the 90s, you know. Yeah, back in the 90s where Babyface and Baby Spice. Hmm. I, I, okay, I, I'll have to figure something. Uh, I also have Jewel. So. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, like that, total that, before she yeah. to attack people. <laughs> yeah, it could be like an icebreaker. It could be like an icebreaker type movie where they're trapped at like a ski resort and the bad guys are on like a ledge and then she does a yodel and then the like the ice falls and you know topples the bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody sure. else? Deadly Yodel um, would be the title. <laughs> Deadly Yodel. That sounds like a um a lifetime movie. You know, like Deadly Spa or Deadly. Wife or deadly cheerleader, whatever. Wife, yeah. <laughs> and they're out of ideas. What do you want? Like, the wrong wife. Yeah. <laughs> there must be a wrong wife out there, right? Like all the wrong movies. It's probably yeah, there's so many wrong right? movies. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they have the wrong husband. Yeah, they do have the wrong husband. If it's the wrong swimming coach, which I think has Michael Madsen as a swimming coach. Really? But he's barely in it. It's such a scam of a, a movie. It's like, yeah, do those laps. I think I said that before. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, do that, do that breaststroke. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> but then he's not really uh, in. He's not the main bad guy in the movie. No, he's just there. It's kind of like when I watched that Tara Reid one. Uh, nuts. Um, forget the title right now. It's wrong something. Oh, wrong like coach again. <laughs> it's like the wrong gymnastics it's coach. <laughs> Tara Reid's in it for about five minutes. It's like she's not. You want more Tara, you know? <laughs> well, as you do, you know, as you always do. But Did when you watch, watch Attraction to Paris, you're gonna have to yes. tell us about that. Yeah, oh, Coach Jaws. Yeah, Coach neighbor. Jaws. Yeah, the wrong neighbor is Michael Madsen, right? He's not. He's trust me. I taped it. Yeah. I watched <laughs> it. Minimal Madsen. <laughs> he's only in the beginning. That's why he says to do the laps, and then that's it. And he's top. He's top build. Oh yeah. It's, it's yeah. such a waste. Why didn't they give him more to do? Wouldn't that be more fun? It'd be like Swim Fan, but it had Michael mm-hmm. Madsen as a, a psycho. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, except instead of the, you know, about the teens, it'd be more about the coach, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's always the wrong thing. It's like, it's, it's not the wrong coach. It's someone, it's someone else, you know. Right. Like, <laughs> well, if it was the right coach, there wouldn't be a movie. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, the right coach. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. He's a good coach. See ya. It's like, no, what's yeah. the movie? Yeah, um, this one's also. It wasn't directed by David Dakota. I think that's that's another thing too. Maybe that's maybe that's the problem is that like maybe David Dakota knows how to take a little bit of Madsen footage and stretch it out for an entire film. Maybe yeah. I'll try to watch it again if it pops up. No, again, time. you'd watch that again? Oh my well, goodness! I uh, well, no, I can't. <laughs> so if you're gonna watch a movie with minimal Madsen again, why wouldn't you watch Diamond Cartel? That's true. You or. Please watch that immediately, Matt. Yeah, I gotta see that. It's in my it's in my list of ones because that that's also got Don Wilson in it, right? Don the Dragon. Yes, yes. Uh, interesting performance by him. We won't uh, okay. give it away. Well, the movie's nothing but interesting performances, including Peter O'Toole. Peter O'Toole, that's his best work ever. Forget Lawrence of Arabia. This is okay. uh, Diamond Cartel. This destroys Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah. Tugboat is the best character you're gonna see uh, this this okay. year. <laughs> yes, if you're not on the floor laughing at the absurdity of all of this. 
<laughs> this is crazy. This is the second Peter O'Toole reference in two days because yesterday well, my wife watches the, a lot of the retro channel. I think it's called Decades, um, mm-hmm. and they do old Ed Sullivan episodes. Like, why am I saying old Ed, Ed Sullivan episodes? Mm-hmm. They're all old episodes, but um, yeah, there are new Ed Sullivan's out there. Not new Ed Sullivan episodes. Finally. <laughs> yeah. like there's new Star Trek episodes I've been waiting for. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, he did a duet with Peter O'Toole. Uh, Ed, Ed Sullivan was actually singing with Peter O'Toole. So it was like a wow. black and white one, so I guess it must have been in the early 60s. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it actually looked like it would have been a, um, not long after he did Lawrence of Arabia, based on how he looked in the in the, in the the shots. Wow, I didn't know either of them sang. No, no, yeah. I, I think everybody had to sing back then. I think in the- Yeah, that's true. <laughs> if you wanted to be an entertainer, you had to sing. Yeah. And or dance, no matter who you were. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, no one dances anymore. No one sings anymore. You know, <laughs> you know, Brad Pitt doesn't sing, you know, or dance. Just like, well, I guess Hugh Jackman does, kind of. But I mean, yeah. you know. <laughs> but after that zipline incident, um, it hasn't been the same. Didn't he like, you know, run into Oprah or something, or is it the opposite? Uh, someone crashed into one of them. Crashed into the other one on the zipline. I'm not sure exactly the mechanics of all that, but um, there there was a zipline incident. We well, you haven't heard about that one? Oh, no. Oh, that's oh, a video. Of, of yeah, he's fine. Accident. You know, this is years ago, and, you know, he made it. But if you watch this video, I think either Hugh Jackman crashes into Oprah or vice versa on the zipline. Yeah. yeah, it says stunt, <laughs> zipline stunt on Oprah gone wrong. It's a, a, yeah, they have the, they, they, you, I guess for anybody out there who's curious about this, you can just look, type type in Hugh Jackman zipline on, on Google, yeah. and the videos pop up. Yeah. Oh, so. okay. You immediately found it. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. That's that's all you need. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like how Fabio got hit by a goose. You know. It's just like... <laughs> I mean, the timing of that, the timing of how that had to work is insane. The timing mm. of that goose is amazing. Well, because at first Fabio had to be there. That's number yeah. one. He had to he had to be on that ride. There had to be a photographer there. Yep. At that moment, there had to be a goose there at that moment. Like, how did this all work out as far as the timing of this incident? It's just, it's like a one in a billion shot. Yeah. And the thing, the fact that it was Fabio, I think, is what makes it like, like if it had been any other, you know, celebrity that had that happen. I, I can't think of another celebrity that it, it not, not, I mean, not, not let's say well, maybe Fabio like a Richard Simmons, it. maybe. <laughs> right. There are many people that like you'd be like, wow, it was it was, you know, like like it was it was so Fabio that it happened. To <laughs> yeah. Way to think of it. There it's is something so Fabio. Yeah, bizarrely Fabio about that. It's, yeah. Um, well, because I think, you know, everyone is so jealous of, uh, of Fabio. And so it's nice to see him get taken down a peg. You know? right. That goose took yeah. him out. It's like a goose. <laughs> the goose had enough Fabio. Yeah, I'm done reading his books with my wife. I'm I'm running into him. <laughs> well, obviously he didn't like that he played Claudio on what was it Acapulco Heat? Yes, yeah. Fabio as Claudio. Right. One of the he best did. credits of all time. I, I have a screenshot of the credit. He was like, just there, right? It was like he was just like he was like there at the beginning and the end. Yeah, right? it's it's a waste of Claudio. It just <laughs> <laughs> but not a waste of Fabio. Oddly, he didn't do anything. He wore a really oversized suit. He says a couple of lines, <laughs> and then that's it. It's really disappointing. So. Well, that's almost like Schwarzenegger in Sabotage, or as we call it, Sabaflop. Remember, he wears his suit. <laughs> yeah. Like trying to put Schwarzenegger in a suit just somehow like or any sort of muscle bound guy like that when you put him in a suit it just looks very odd yeah. <laughs> like if Lou Ferrigno was in a suit or something yeah 
Which one? Did he get a suit in um, Instant Death or no? Oh, he, I think he was. Yeah, Louis yeah. Ferrigno. <laughs> Louis Ferrigno. Yeah, because yeah, in the nineties, the nineties suit cut worked really well for the muscle bound guy. It was <laughs> that's it was true. Bad. He was huge anyway. Yeah, right. right. It was baggy. It often didn't have a tie. Right. It was usually just like no tie or pants. Big pleats as well. So yes. if you had like big quads. Right. The pleats would <laughs> would manage that too. Yeah, that is a big guy. Yeah. And you so see a lot of these type of suits in these PM movies, like the bad guys either will have a ponytail and wear a suit like this, and they'll have the type of shirt with no collar. It's like, right. you know, I it's like a collarless who, shirt. I think we know who we're talking about here, someone named Malibu. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. 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 I mean, I think, too, for the 90s, it, it made for, for optimum shimmying when you got <laughs> – Gun down with it with an Uzi, right? From the you know, if you needed to die, right? You you could do it much better in a, in a big baggy suit. Yeah, you needed that's to true. die. <laughs> that could be a title. <laughs> well, man, we're talking about action movies from the nineties here. I mean, oh, that'd be perfect for Fabio. Needed to die. <laughs> I love it. That's great. And he could say it. Like yeah. someone saying, "Why'd you have to kill him?" Such and such is he needed to die. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I, I can't. I'm speechless. I write this idea. down. Yeah. I'm running it. I already wrote it down. Again. See, once again on these no subject episodes, ideas that, that come to the fore. You know? Yeah. I guess we can jump to the first one. I mentioned Star Trek, so I'll go right uh-huh. to this idea, which is the Worf action movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, but first question: Is he Worf or is he Michael Dorn? Is he Mike Dorn? I, I, no, he's Worf. Okay, so he's Worf. So it's actually yeah. under the aegis, as they say, yeah. of Star Trek. So it'd be like Star Trek presents. Worf, yeah. but but, but, it's, there but there's like almost no sci-fi. He's just like absolutely. on the streets, like killing people. He's on the streets killing people, but and no a one's great idea. Yeah. Oh, thank you. So, yeah. Would you yeah. like to see that Worf's wearing like a leather jacket? He has to like yeah. adapt to the time. Like maybe he can even be set in the '80s, and you know he absolutely. has to get like a, a some sort of '80s style leather jacket, and, and you know kind of adapt to life at the time but of course it's in like an exterminator speaking of something we talked about recently or exterminator 2 type scenario like a gritty grungy new york city and he has to you know shoot his way through the bad guys yeah what a great idea i mean that should be made matt what do you think yeah and i think also there's no mention of the fact that he has the big bump on his head exactly right it's like it's just completely normal that like nobody's like like you know and they they refer to him as wharf and and maybe he does some klingon things maybe i don't know like if you know, like maybe he like you know says things or like maybe he has the sash i don't know if, if you know if he would and have people that people know and people know what he's talking about he's like a normal man right like, well you know they say like how many languages are spoken in new york city like 85 or something yeah. like he would just be speaking klingon and it would be like not even a big deal you know um no, I can or go. There back. could be a scene. Oh, sorry, Ty. No, no, go ahead. Go, please go ahead. So, you know, like in the scene in The Glimmer Man where the guy makes fun of his sissy beads? <laughs> yeah. As we always mention. Get out of the restaurant. <laughs> so, it would be like that, but maybe there could be some daring kind of jerk character who does make fun of his head ridges. Yeah. And, and, then, and then that makes him mad. Oh, that's perfect. I can see it. Like, you have, you can say this once. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> you can make fun of my ridges once. <laughs> Glimmer Man. I, I don't think there was a movie that Seagal did that like produced more like bad press about him. Like I think Keaton Ivory Wayne's right. Like didn't he just like completely like just tell everybody all of Seagal's like how bad it was to work with him like after the fact. Yes, and if you look yeah. up uh, what's the character actor's name? Stephen Tobolowski. He's in the Glimmer in the Glimmer Man. He has a hilarious story how that was made too. Yeah. It's, it's in his quotes in IMDb. If you want to take a look. 
Oh, okay. I'll have to look that up. And also there's the infamous story that we told on the podcast many times where Steven Skull talks about the greatest script he ever read. And so that, <laughs> that certainly it? didn't help things. And who wrote it? I did. <laughs> yeah. um, that was 96. Like, that was kind of the yeah. start where, like, we started to see the holes in yeah. Seagal. And it's funny because now we, we just, like, we, we, we take for granted that when we watch modern Seagal stuff that it's just a complete joke and we get a kick out of it. But we well, forget yeah, was... that kind of pre-Glimmer Man, there was this, like, oh, no, Seagal, you know, we, we want to see him out there beating people up and stuff, and it's great. Yeah, great point. Back then he wasn't seen as a joke. He was seen as a serious action star hey, now because we just up. recently watched beyond the law yeah. um awful not yeah not not the awful. movie with charles sheen yeah this, it was a tough sit yeah i mean and i don't like to say that you know i don't like to say movies are bad or awful or anything like that but it's just not good I mean, there's so many things wrong with it i mean but as our buddy ryan pointed out it is three words so they might be uh trying to coming, go back to that is he coming back to that finally but yet it's three words that have been used before like like, hello, Charlie Sheen. Yeah. I mean, do they not know about Charlie Sheen? Which is worse, them not knowing about the Charlie Sheen beyond the law or them knowing but not caring? You know, care. the latter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because, you know, the thing is with that movie is that, like, you can, when you're watching it, you can really tell that, like, so it was directed by James Cullen Brezak, who used to do, like, a lot of, like, horror stuff and he's kind of like making his way up and then you've got like like zach ward and people like that but you can tell that like everything is being done to kind of make the movie around all the stuff that seagal demands from a movie it's like every scene is just like how can we make this scene so that it, it's the way seagal wants it you know and it's like it's almost like well i mean so it's, he doesn't fight number one there's zero fight scenes with seagal there's actually minimal fight scenes in the movie altogether i mean Messner does them him. But, you know, you can't so see him. It's one of those no lights movies where the, there's no lighting at all. <laughs> and because Seagal wears these black flowy shirts and he has Eddie Munster hair and his, he wears sunglasses and his skin is somewhat tan, you basically can't see him. Um, <laughs> he's the uh, glimmer man. I can't see him. Yeah, he's glimmering somewhat. I wish it was glimmering. That would provide some much needed lighting. I mean, I turn on a light for God's sakes. <laughs> But we we cover all this in the review, so I don't want to. Which God only knows, and we'll be posting it. But um, I don't want to necessarily rehash it. But the, the movie has a lot of flaws. Yeah, yeah. I do want to mention one more thing about Wharf. I mean, I could think oh, of yeah, action, okay. the action scene. Well, I'm trying to think of a cool title, or maybe like you know, the Wharf's Revenge or something like that. <laughs> the Wharf Rat. Yeah, the Wharf. Well, that was already made of LDP, sir. Yeah, I know. <laughs> There's already a Wharf movie. That's a really good point. Yeah. Well, I think it's spelled differently, but not that it matters. Not to me. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay, moving on. What's your next oh, no subject oh, idea? Oh, before I do that, I do have I oh. have a bad guy for oh. War of the Battle. It's one of my new drug dealers. Um, oh right, I forgot. Every every episode you have to try out a new drug dealer. Yeah, right, a new drug so dealer. Just to recap for those who are just tuning in, yeah. we originally had Delgado. Yeah, he died with um, uh, Robin Leach. <laughs> right. Okay. And then, then we had. had we had yeah. uh, Cortez. Cortez, okay. Yeah. So now, now we, have, we have we have a Euro trash baddie. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Eric Reco. Um, <laughs> now it's, now it's, it's spelled E R E K. Oh, 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 this can be played by um, I, um well, that would be good. I mean, he he we could just pop him into this role. But that name reminds me of um. Uh, and he's not even European, I don't think. It's, Is that um, Caddy you're talking about, Eric? No, it's uh, and we talk we talk about him all the time. Usually, we were kind of making fun of him. Painted on hair guy. Um, oh, you mean Jalal Murhai? 
Jalal Murhai. Jalal Murhai. I feel like if someone named Eric spelled E R E K would have to be played by Jalal Murhai. Yeah. Yeah, Eric Reco. So it would be Warf. Why do you spell Reco? R E K O. So oh, okay. he loves his <laughs> Yeah, I just think of these at the top of my head when I write them down. So it sounds nutty, I know. <laughs> well, but but they come in handy for these wackadoo episodes that we've been yeah. doing. <laughs> yeah. So Warf. So Eric Reco kills Warf's family, but they're, uh-huh. they're regular family members, so they don't have the bumps. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. right. Right, so it's like an inter, not interracial, but an interspatial family. Interspatial, yeah. <laughs> yeah, where well, he, he marries into like a, a Earth family. What's that, Matt? Worf was interspatial, wasn't oh. he? I don't know. His mother was a human. Oh. Okay. See, I'm not, uh, I'm not up with Star Trek uh, character development. I only know that, you know, LeVar Burton wears a visor. Um, <laughs> First off, no, he wears a hairband. Oh, the hell with a hairband? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm an alien. I've got a, I've got a barrette on my face. Sorry, I don't mean to offend any Star Trek fans. I'm just, I'm just kidding around. Uh, well, it's kind of like the, what I think Mo told me this was like, um, there, there's a character that are called like Bajorums or something. Who have, they look exactly like humans, but they have just a tiny ridge on their nose. Right. Yes, the Bajorum. That, that was Deep Space Nine. They, they were big. Uh-huh. So, so it looks like he, he, he had a, um, he was a, ado- he had adopted mother. It looks like who was. Oh. Um, oh. Yeah, I think. I don't know. So, so it looks like he was maybe he was full-blooded Klingon. So maybe maybe that oh, wasn't okay. the case. Yeah. Okay. But as far as these Bajorums, Mo and I came up with this idea for a comedy sketch once, where like there's some guy who's just a regular guy, not you know he's an Earthling, you know he's just a dude, and his name's like Robert Bajorum, and he just happens to have like a ridge on his nose. So everyone like makes fun of him and says he's a Bajorum or what we say. It. It just his name just happens to be like Robert Bajorum, um, <laughs> and hilarity ensues. But I do think the makeup people at Star Trek might have been getting a little lazy. Like, if you know, okay, here's a guy who will put a ridge on his nose and call it a day. Um, <laughs> you know, it's not like the Star Trek cantina scene where there's all these different wacky aliens. This is just a little ridge, you know. Yeah, they did that a lot. Because, I mean, if you think about it, like, Spock was just, like, the ears, right? Right, right, yeah. Like, so they didn't even do much with him. And then, like, Romulans were just Vulcans. And then, I think, triples. So triples, they did some work, right? That was probably the most, the most work they did, right? That was like, <laughs> what, what's that, the Gorn? What about the Gorn? Gorn, Gorn did his own action movie. Michael Gorn. Yeah, Michael <laughs> Gorn. <laughs> Michael Dorn as Gorn. Since <laughs> someone's not thinking. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm not thinking. I can go to the next person. Okay, next what, what's the next crazy thing you got? So I, let's see. So. We'll go with this one. All right, so I was talking to Matt about this one, mm. and I, you know, I was watching Cheers, and I thought, wait a mm. second, George Went could be in like a maybe an action comedy, and we called Defunding Justice. He's a fat, lazy cop. He wants to <laughs> uh-huh. defund the police, and that's popular to get his pension faster. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, oh, okay. And there's a conspiracy that goes all the way to the top. Well, it's more of an action comedy, like a Top Dog. Right. There's oh, two okay. ways to do it. Yeah. So, well, there could still be a conspiracy. It could still be rated sure, PG sure. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and so basically, he's like a lazy guy, and he's like, but he's a cop, and he's like, yeah, yeah, defund the police, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. so he can get his pension. Yeah, uh, that's funny because he's close to retirement, right? So, exactly, exactly. So he's actually working both sides. He's like a, a policeman and an anti-police protester. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was telling Matt about. I, do you that's a good idea. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we came up with that idea for a scene maybe like in the early 
uh, you know, the, the early part of it where, like, instead of chasing a bad guy, he just shoots him in the leg, and it's like this big thing, like, oh my god, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I didn't want to chase him, so I shot, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like such an 80s or 90s movie. Uh, yeah, you know, exactly, like, that seems like something you would totally see in, in an 80s, 90s thing. Right, yeah. 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 And so then he kind of comes under fire for that. And then it's like, oh, you know, he's he's so out of shape, you know, and it's like, yeah, is he going to not get his pension? Yeah. And then it's like, yeah, he it's like he kind of goes with the whole defunding the police thing to kind of get yeah. his Yeah. To, to sort of work that. Out. <laughs> and then maybe yeah, he can, there's people that are on his trail. So they're kind of like surveilling him, you yeah. know, like they're yeah. looking at the crowd of the anti-police protesters and they're, they're looking with like binoculars but like george went wears like i don't know like a fake beard or something yeah, so they don't yeah. recognize. like wait a minute is that charlie i don't know what his name would maybe be. it'd be like george charlie or something <laughs> oh yeah george charlie it's like is yeah, that george? Yeah. And he's wearing a hat or something sunglasses and a beard but they kind of spot him um it's just yes. like a beatnik because that's the idea of like these, these, these like, uh, he's wearing a little black turtleneck and a beret yes and he does like a poem right? <laughs> put him on put him off the trail it's like the, the, you know, the idea of the anti people, people are cops. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, and then there's some guy behind him playing the bongos that he brings yes. with him because he thinks that's what these young kids of today are. Like, he's so out of touch. He thinks yeah. they're like beatniks. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. He was all black and it's like he has like gut. So it's like, it doesn't look too great. So. Chris Farley also could have done this role. Yeah. So Christopher Farley, that could be a serious role. So it's yeah. like. <laughs> It could, could have been. Um, so, but yeah, I like the idea. Do you have a title for the movie? Well, well Defunding Justice. Oh, Defunding Justice, right. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So, but there's some other. It would be people. like Disorganized Crime or. Exactly. Uh, or Right to Remain Silent or Robert Loggia. Be like that, kind of. Yeah. yeah. I, I can totally see. Do you remember the John Cryer character, Matt? Oh, right. Yes. Oh, was he like the. The goofy guy that like um yeah he's kind of like a nerd kind of a pencil pusher or paper pusher right. he, he renamed him Myerson he's like that's <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, really he, annoying right is he now is he trying to like get George Wentz pension because he's overweight yeah. or something yeah yeah he's trying okay. to get his pension so yeah it's like char, well, at char, first, how about this at first he doesn't like George Wentz character but then he comes around to realize that he's actually a good guy yeah. and. You know, he actually tries to help him in like the second half of the movie. But in the first half, he doesn't like him. He doesn't like his slovenly, sloppy ways. Because, uh, you know, because John Cryer is very prim and proper and dresses, you know, perfectly. Whereas, exactly. you know, whereas George Wayne, you know, his shirt's untucked and wrinkled and, yeah, you know, he has a flask. Shirtless. He's got to have a flask, right? Yeah, he has a flask. It's like chili yeah. dogs, maybe. You know, <laughs> and they, you know, they get all down his, his shirt and everything. Yeah, yeah and then <laughs> he's like, he. He's unbuttoned yeah. like all times, so you can see some of his chest hair and his gut. It's like, what? It's like, then you know there has to be an exchange where John Cryer calls him out for it. It's like Charlie, you're such a slob. It's like, whoa, but it's Taco Tuesday. What do you want me to do? <laughs> but you're having a chili dog. <laughs> well, it's Chili Dog Thursday. This is from last week. It's Taco Tuesday, but you were eating a chili dog. Wow. It writes itself. It writes itself. You know, Hollywood, just call us anytime. We will write this for you. We have Same thing with the Wharf movie. We can do that. We have more ideas. Which is more okay. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what they are. For the audience, I've not heard these any yeah. of these ideas before. These are totally new to me. So, okay, what's the next one? So he says, you know, he, he's, oh, he's eating his donuts. He says, my cholesterol is lo- level is low. And he's donuts. <laughs> he says it's low. And he, so he's yeah. eating more donuts to yeah. raise his cholesterol level. That's <laughs> nutty. Um, so then he's trying to rig uh, 
the cop raffle to get a free car. So it's like. <laughs> Oh, it's, a, it's a, okay. These are still ideas for defunding justice. <laughs> for defunding justice for like the goofy part of the movie. Yeah. So it's like, it's yeah, like oh, I, I won. Here, like number ten for the new car. I win. Like, but he rigged it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like him. Just like yeah. It's just like this guy. Like it's almost like taking like the the Jim Belushi in Canine PI or Canine. You know, Canine. And just like turning <laughs> I'll it up Canine and, like, PI instead. Like, the original. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think there's K9 911 or K911. It's like, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I know what you're saying. You see, they don't make it enough of these movies anymore with like almost a like collision course, Jay Leno or um, Jim Belushi once again in Red Heat, you know. Yeah. Wait, did you ever see the K9 sequels or? So I, I reviewed K9 PI for, for the blog. It was actually one of the first reviews I ever did. Let's take a look. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. I'm kind of curious myself, actually, to remember what I said about it. I can't remember. Um, yeah, because it actually it even has video in parentheses next to it. So he was, um, yeah. So that was one. I don't know. Did he? Did he do? Oh, oh, K9911. I never saw that yeah. one. Yeah. Oh. I think it was me nine one one. So you're saying the K9 isn't a terrorist? No, no. Because that would be a twist. That would be an interesting twist, though. Well, how about that as an idea? Or was it was like a dog who's a, a terrorist? A terrorist dog. Okay. Or the terrorists use a dog. Like, remember there were those jihad monkeys? Yes. Which, oh, that's right. Yeah. Where um, uh, the Taliban, I think it was, was training monkeys to, like, throw grenades at people. This is a real news story. Yeah. Um, and so maybe it can be something like that. And then, like, a heroic dog, like, um, like, a dog. like I don't know. Yeah, like a top dog or Rin Tin Tin, I suppose, has to fight them uh, in some way. I like yeah. it. Maybe you can have like a race because they can't really like shoot guns, really. So maybe it's like a dog race. Right. And whoever wins the race calls off the terrorist attack. Yeah, I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it needs a little work, but I feel like there's something there. Now, I have some a couple more ideas. OK. Um, let me think here. OK, so. We were talking about this in the last no subject, which was you get here we go. Here's the dream team: Roger Lodge from Blind <laughs> Date and Rob Lowe from all these other great movies. Uh, <laughs> like uh, what's that stupid one? <laughs> um, it's with that Lifetime one. Oh no, Hostile Intent. Oh, oh, oh Hostile Intent. Oh, that's a, oh Louis Del Grande could possibly be in Defunding Justice. By the way, that's true. Yeah, uh, you gotta get these big slovenly fat cops. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but yeah, hostile that be, intent. That would be the end of the movie of Defunding oh. Justice. So like, so George went, or I guess George Charlie, <laughs> mm. he he gets all of his fat cop buddies to <laughs> figure out the conspiracy. So it's like, so you get Louis Del Grande. Maybe I don't know who else would be a bigger guy. I can't think of one, but he's like big cop character actors, and they all come together, a big like kind of circle, or like a big row. It's like. <laughs> Like, and they vote oh, for justice. Yeah. And they, yeah, they vote for this, and they all get their. Uh, maybe they get their pension, or maybe they don't. We'll see. So, <laughs> 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 Thank you for leaving it on that great cliffhanger. Um, we have to. We so, haven't made the movie yet. Well, that's true. Even we yeah, don't so, know the ending. Not yet. All right, so we got mm-hmm. Roger Lodge from, from yeah <laughs> from Blind Date, the great classic show. <laughs> I see Matt's cracking up. And, <laughs> well, and and Rob and Roblo, who you always say they look alike. They look, they look alike, so they play twin cops on the edge. So. Wow, I don't think we've seen that. Where there's twin cops on the edge, I don't, I don't think we've ever actually seen that. 
Unless you so, include the Bash Brothers, right? Did they, yeah, yeah. Were they cops in one of their movies? <laughs> the um, Barbarian, Barbarian Brothers? Brothers? Barbarian Brothers. They come up with the Bash Brothers. Like the <laughs> so you're thinking Brothers. of like Oakland A's or something. Yeah, exactly. Which could be a movie in itself with Jose yeah, Canseco. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. Canseco. That's a good that, – we got to expand on that one. Canseco's a good one. Yeah. But he was in Celebrity Boxing. You're one step away from doing punch fighting, sir. He has a twin brother, too. He has a twin brother, Ozzy. He does? Oh, so he's it's, it's perfect. Yeah. I didn't know that. Ozzy Canseco? It's a great name. <laughs> but I don't think they're really up to anything right now. I think they Oh, even better, so we can get them for our movie. Yeah. <laughs> so in this Raj and Ra, Rob Lowe, Raj and, Raj and, and Rob. Raj and, is that what it's Raj and poster? Rob, yeah. It'd be like it's Wesley Rob. and Woody. It's Raj yeah. and Rob. It's Raj and Rob, yeah. <laughs> It would be like Money Train, actually. It's good. It's, it's actually funny you mentioned that. So, yeah, the cops on the edge. There's like maybe like a serial killer on the loose, and this would be kind of serious. But see, Rob Lowe can't get a date. <laughs> oh, that's the <laughs> twist. Oh, yeah. because you know, because uh, Roger Lodge is the blind date guy, and Rob Lowe yeah. is so incredibly good looking. Right. <laughs> but the thing, because Roger Lodge, we don't know his acting skills, so he has to use some of his blind date acting. So, uh, <laughs> where he has these sort of snarky, snide yeah. comments he makes. Yeah, he gets a lot of uh, snark. He'd, he'd be extra snarky by Raj. So Raj Lodge. So it's like <laughs> so he's like the um, so he's like the you know wisecracking sidekick, and yeah. Rob Lowe's a straight man. He's a straight man, yeah, and he's very by the book. Mm-hmm. But he's becoming on the edge because the serial killer is on the loose, and he's so, getting mad because they can't catch him. So exactly. he's losing it. Whereas Raj yeah. is trying to you know crack, to wisecrack out. his way through life. Exactly. So, I know. What do you think? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I think we, we were, cause I don't remember how we started talking about Roger Lodge, but it was just like, you know, I think Roger Lodge in, in and of himself is just fantastic. Like, I, I used to watch this talk show. He would like, guest on it. Like, this guy Jim Rome would do the show out in L.A. And he would be a mm-hmm. guest. Like, Roger Lodge would just show up and talk about sports. And it's like, what does Roger Lodge even know about sports? Like, you know, it's not like he played or was like a, like a sports writer or something like that. It's just, no, it's Roger Lodge. So I think that part of it, in and of, you know, just having Roger Lodge in anything, I think, is always going to be good. And then, yeah, pairing with Rob Lowe. And, and again, the irony of the fact that Rob Lowe, I mean, maybe we make Rob Lowe into, like, this, like, real, like, like he's got glasses and his like his yeah. hair is slicked down and you know he's always wearing like maybe like like shirts with like pocket protectors because that's always, like, <laughs> yeah. you know that's always a bad sign right he exactly has two pocket protectors. yeah so and, and it's like Roger Lodge is like the cool guy and here's Rob Lowe being not cool and and all yeah. of that and then like maybe he slowly becomes cool because yeah like you said you know the serial I mean I, I see a lot of like banging like file cabinets and desks <laughs> yeah you know, like. You know, like yeah. a cop comes in, you know, we got another, you know, we got another Jane Doe out in the river there. <laughs> Bang the desk, you know, like, yeah. oh, you know, we got to do something. Oh, he almost got him. Right. Just yeah. minutes away. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I just, I see it all working. And I think Roger Lodge just, you know, I, <laughs> it, it, it feels like an untapped resource from, from, you know, the direct-to-video thriller standpoint that, like, they're not using more Roger Lodge for these things. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, what is he doing right now? He's got to be – he's got to have some free time. I mean it's not like you – know, I mean, what, what, like you think of these David Dakota films that they make in like a week. I mean he, he's, I'm sure he's got a week to spare to be in a movie. Um, and he has been in movies. Who, Rod uh, Watch? Yeah. Uh, I'm to look that uh, up now. <laughs> at, least, at least one. <laughs> but um, – so he has some experience. Uh, and maybe this could – because this is um, – it's a serial killer movie, so maybe this could be your idea for a methodical 
Oh, methodical. Yeah, it's my real serial killer idea. Methodical starring Bradley Cooper. So it's like, it's like this killer is methodical. It's like, <laughs> he's, he's deadly. He's just methodical. It's like, because <laughs> that is what they say in almost every serial killer movie. So usually in uh, the ME office. Usually it's like, it's like what, let me see this. Let me see this. Hmm, this killer is very intelligent. He's very methodical. <laughs> and also we could throw in another cliche here because there's a cliche where the medical examiner is usually eating lunch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, to show how much they don't care about dead bodies. Yeah, there's just like not even a big deal, so they're eating a sandwich. You see that yeah. all the time. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm, hold on, let me look up the army report. Yeah. <laughs> they're eating something, you know. Like, like here, do you need a bite? You want a bite or you want some more? <laughs> yeah, they offer them a bite. And then <laughs> the cop <laughs> usually almost always says, no thanks. You know what? I'll take a bite. I'll take a half. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. Yeah, yeah. I think in some of the older ones, they're smoking. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, I, they, and they just say, that guy doesn't mind much. It's like... <laughs> oh, yeah, that's... Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't care. He's not upset with it, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's not upset. He's dead. Like... <laughs> um, but in the interest of time, what else uh, oh, do you have okay. as far as ideas, Tony? Two more. Um, okay. All right, that's perfect. So, this would be like a kind of a horror movie, maybe. Okay. Like, or a thriller. Maybe an erotic thriller. It'll be called Foreboding. So it has mm-hmm. all the bows. Bo Derek. Bo Hopkins. Bo Svensson and Bo Diddley. So, <laughs> wow, foreboding, uh, and, and, it, and it can take place on a boat. Yeah, that could be like a dead calm type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a double or triple meaning, foreboding. Yeah. yeah so Bo Diddley, you know, that's uh-huh. just, or or maybe even Bo Jackson, right? Yeah, right. About Bo Jackson. Right, he, he played football ball. and baseball. So yeah, perfect. So <laughs> what would happen is that Bo Diddley would be probably like the wise you know, sage, like what's going on of these dead calm type of uh, <laughs> thriller things. Like, yeah, it's like a, I can't do a boat. Well, he'd be like the old boat hand, you know, yeah, like the, the guy who knows all about the boats and um, yeah, like, like in the triangle, like, um, you well, know, like, like Luke Perry goes out on a boat or whatever. The triangle, Matt, it's ridiculous. It's Dan Cortez from MTV <laughs> and Luke Perry. Yes, like a long time ago. So I, I need to see it again. It's actually one I should, probably should be reviewing for the site. Actually, I should have. Oh, you should. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. It's a direct to Superstation movie. Yeah. When? <laughs> wow. I remember that because I remember them advertising. I mean, I mean, anything with Dan Cortez, I would always look. Like, Dan Cortez also did like a reboot of Route 66 uh, that lasted for like two episodes or something. So, wow. Yeah. Anything that had Dan wow. Cortez, I was always oh, trying to yeah. get. So, yeah, I remember watching it being like, I, I got it. And, and of course, Luke Perry that didn't hurt it, it, it at all. Um, yeah. I Now I need to see it again because it's, it's probably been like 20 years, I think, since I've yeah, seen it. Yeah, I can't. I, you know, and it's a 20 year anniversary. <laughs> Which we'll all be celebrating. So, when I went to look it up, actually, I got the, the, the miniseries with Eric Stoltz, so we don't want that. Oh, uh, that's okay. The you know, movie when you watch when you're maybe in a quarantine. You know, just like. <laughs> but the Triangle is a movie you'd watch anytime. Wow, that's exactly right. anniversary. You're right. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> it really is in many ways. Um, but that seems like a made up person that we'd have is should have been an action star, Dan Cortez. But they really did. Yeah, well, Eric Needs. We mentioned Eric Needs before. From the oh, I think was, that was one yeah. of the first ones we did. Oh, yeah. oh the grind. And what a missed opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It, it, I, it's it's a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to rehash this. We have in depth talked about Eric Nees as an action star. So let's, but I, I get why you mentioned it. Cause you're talking about Dan Cortez, but um, so, yeah, foreboding. Uh, I mean, I can totally see uh, this being like on your shelf in like 2000. Cause you get like, mm. you go to blog, but Oh wait, Bo Derek. Okay. I, I, I like Bo Derek. Hmm. 
hmm, Bo Hopkins. Wait, Bo Smith, Bo Diddley. <laughs> so you right. go, you go, you go, hmm, at your local blockbuster. <laughs> you sure do. Um, yeah, yeah, it'd be one of those two left shoes things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, wow, that's perfect. And it can yeah. be all, the cover be all four faces, like all four. Right, four right. Heads. That's just kind of looking in the film, yeah. <laughs> I would go to him. I'd be agree with that. <laughs> oh yeah, it has to be that. Yeah, it has. Yeah, it has yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it it actually fits. Like, it would be the absolute perfect like VHS for your your Instagram tie. Like, I could like <laughs> just thinking about like you know the, some of the, the the VHSs that you post. Like, that mm-hmm. would fit in so perfectly. For boy, it's, it's not too late. Well, I'm not sure Bo Diddley still does. But <laughs> I don't think he is. Now I have one more. Okay. Uh, all right, so this is going to be an interesting one. Okay, so if you remember this one, Matt, I wrote all this down. Okay. As you know, we talked about Domeyer. You know, he's the <laughs> <laughs> yes, the we've been down this road, so we, you know, I don't want to rehash any. Yeah. So, but yeah. we talked about Domeyer, but what about these other people like Dolph, who's on the face cream? But it's not. It's like here, I'll give you an example. So Van Damme wouldn't be an action star anymore. He would be opening a Belgian pub. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And they serve mussels from Brussels, right? Uh, mussels, like the type that you eat, yeah. I get. Okay. Yeah. Like, I don't play. Would you like to try the mussels? The mussels? <laughs> so it's like, I'll be so, so what you're... Bison. Bison. <laughs> Wait, so is this a movie or is this just no, like a series it's... of infomercials? No, no, well, no, go ahead, Matt. I was gonna say it's like it's like the reverse of should have been yeah. an action star. It's like exactly. should have been doing something else. Like action <laughs> yeah, star. Yeah, yeah. Should have yeah. been hawking some products. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Have another job. You know, it's right. like, so yeah, if they if action stars had different jobs. So. Mm. So Van Damme would be opening a pub or a restaurant. So. And then, I know. <laughs> I'm. Would you order from this Van Damme restaurant? It's like. Well, I, I mean. I, it seems like Seagal would be a good person to open a restaurant. He can open. Well, we already talked about Seagal, the Seagal uh, movie, right? Um, food chain. <laughs> food chain. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe that could be the movie. They, they, the two guys open up rival restaurants. That's and the then... thing. We, we talked about that in the last no subject, so I wrote that oh. down as another idea. So it would be Van Damme of a rival restaurant, maybe. And then maybe they they're across the street from each other, and then it, this rivalry escalates and escalates until eventually they have to fight it out in the streets. Yeah, and in the in the beginning though, they'll be serving their food, so they got their muscles and Brussels. It'd be a fun, uh, it'd be fun action comedy. So, so, yeah, I well, feel like the French fries at the damn <laughs> yeah. Belgian pub would be really good, and and there'd probably be some good like like Belgian white ales to go with it that I think you yes. Know, I don't know if I trust the muscles. I guess it depends on where the, the restaurant's open. If I trust the the muscles, you know, if they're going to be fresh enough or something like that. I, I but but the I mean, pie, fresh shucked. Fresh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But can you see like like big thick wedge kind of French fries that would yeah. be like really golden and and just you know maybe they create a nice like aioli dipping sauce. <laughs> so is it, it's these frites. They're talking about frites, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. I like frites. It's like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think mean, we were thinking Seagal maybe too, like may, might have like a Cajun restaurant, so maybe. That's <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure that's what he would want, because then it gives him ample opportunity to do his favorite accent. Yeah. <laughs> you see him like you go in there to order, like, man, I, I heard that gumbo today, really good. Yeah, <laughs> I guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. So, I'd love to go to these restaurants. 
But I mean, action stars opening restaurants is not completely unheard of because Planet Hollywood, you know, that's that's Schwarzenegger and Bruce Willis. But then we get really literal. You know, what would be the Bruce Willis? You know, oh, he wouldn't be there. It'd be his stunt double (laughs) during the waitering. Well, they'd sell shrimp cocktail because they have the fake shrimps. Oh, fake shrimps or fake shrimps? Yeah. Yeah, Shrimp cocktail, yeah. Yeah, shrimp cocktail. (laughs) We can just stop I love the idea of, like, the waitresses having to wear bald wigs and, like, white tank tops. (laughs) You have to look like it. Yeah, you have to look like Bruce Willis. That's brilliant. Yeah, it's all great. Yeah, it's like the Playboy Club. They dress as bunnies. This, you have to dress like Bruce Willis. It would be like the bald wig, but with – I don't know if it would be like the modern, like completely bald Willis or like the, the, the diehard bald Willis where it's like kind of like the, the, the messy horseshoe thing that he had going on. It could be on. a little bit of both. You get messy horseshoe Fridays. Right. Messy horseshoe Fridays. <laughs> or whatever he's wearing in uh, Striking Distance. It's like, you know, yeah, what, what was that? I don't know. But I think Sarah Jessica Parker was also wearing a wig, so <laughs> it was really wiggy. So it's hmm. <laughs> yeah. That was a time for movies like when, you know – that you just would like the, the theater would just have like all of these striking distance type things. Yeah. And it's like, they, they were like just glorified TV movies really, but people would go to the theater and watch them and be like, how did this happen? You know, I, 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 I think striking distance in particular is one that I was just like, how did this happen? Like, how is this not like a, you know, movie of the week on ABC or something? Or, oh, you know, like unlawful that. entry, um, Pacific uh, Heights, maybe. Pacific Heights. Uh, there's so many. Yeah. Oh, maybe tequila sunrise. Right, yeah, or um, Rich Man's Wife, is that one? Yeah, perfect. Yeah, it's like nowadays, of course, like nothing, well, I guess now, you know, in the current, you know, climate, like everything's going to the theater, but, but it, you know, it seemed like there was a, there was that period, of course, where it was just all like Marvel movies and mm. horror movies and, you know, franchises, and, and like a striking distance wouldn't even get close to a theater. Oh, no, it'd go straight, straight to Red Wouldn't box. even be within striking range. Yeah, <laughs> striking distance of a, of a theater. <laughs> of the theater. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but back then it was, it was interesting. It was kind of fascinating that these, like, somehow these films, like, you know, like, I guess it's like, I guess the, the deal was right. If you got like the script attached to a, a Bruce Willis, you, you, you know, that, yeah, that was enough. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I remember something about a Bruce Willis movie that was never made. He was supposed to be like a, a raging ice skater, like really mad. Let <laughs> me can look this up really quickly. Cause it was supposed to come out and then Bruce Willis was, you know, being Bruce Willis <laughs> didn't want to make it or something. Let me look at that. I didn't want to skate. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm on the case. Give me a second here. I'll look that up. Right. Right. But is that, still, is that your last no subject idea? What the thing about the Van Dam muscles? Yeah. yeah, it is. Yes. Oh, yeah. that's good because then we can kind of slowly wind down the episode and yeah. Uh, yeah, and I mean the one thing too we we thought Dolph in kind of oh, yeah, the Domeyer fashion would be like a QVC. Oh yes, person. right. Yes, I have that. Yeah, yes. with like some face cream and stuff like that. But he'd be like, you know, like, yeah, like, you know, like, something like, like, you know, like, um, I don't know, like an iron that doesn't wrinkle, you know, doesn't burn your fabric. Oh, that's right. Yes, I have, yeah. I have the bits. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> Give me oh, one oh you wrote this you down. Okay. I forgot I wrote this down. Oh, so the movie that was supposed to be made with Bruce Willis is called Broadway Brawler. You can. <laughs> so he's supposed to be a retired hockey player, and it's like a romance movie with Maura Tierney. <laughs> and oh. It was never made. Never made. It was. It was, it was supposed to be made. Wow. Oh, that's too bad. I think I read it in Premiere magazine back in like '97. It's like mm, Broadway Brawler. <laughs> oh, like post like Pulp Fiction. Yeah, post Pulp Fiction. Yeah. So yes, I do have some Dolph-related bits here. So it's like my my face cream is made by Russian specialists. <laughs> <laughs> 
it had direct contact on the skin. Oh, <laughs> killing me here. That's right. We use the titles. That's right. You just use the titles. Yeah. yeah. It's an army of one for your wrinkles. No hidden agenda. <laughs> just direct action face. Oh, man. Wow. I'm surprised how many titles are so appropriate to this. It won't punish your wrinkles or foul lines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are all. Those are. I, I said every single one. So. <laughs> Yeah, we were, that's right. We were just riffing like these yeah. titles and like fitting them into the face cream sales. It was just, yeah, it was. Perfect. I think that might have been how we came with this whole idea. I think was just yeah. like Dolph, and then it was like, well, what would the other action stars do? And it, it seems oh, like it right. just seems to be restaurants for the most part. But yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, a lot of people. I mean, I think ex actors do open restaurants, so it's it's not out of the realm of possibility. And putting those puns in with the titles is not is also not unheard of because if you remember. Arnold Schwarzenegger was going to terminate Gray Davis in the California runoff elections, and it was because it was a re- and because it was a recall election. It was a total recall. Um, See, you're doing it too. Um, well, no, I didn't do it. This is stuff Schwarzenegger said. Nobody's puns. Oh yeah, and I think he had some other ones, um, but those are the ones I can remember. Race Gray Davis. I am Arnoldoggle. Well, now we're just getting very confused. Uh, okay, but. Well, did you have another Dolph title, uh, face cream bit, Matt, or did, did we get all of them? I don't know if I did. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think we, I think we got them all. I think we, have we got them all because I could, I can go into the realm of absurdity, but I reset all the good ones, I guess. <laughs> got a lot of uh, motorcycles here in the background today. Yeah, so. what, what is the deal with that? We, 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 we experience that here in Philadelphia too. It's like. Yeah. Uh, they're motorcycles, but also like ATVs seem to be popular yeah. now. And it's like <laughs> these freaking sons of anarchy, it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I maybe mean, because I grew up in Maine, but like I always understood the whole point of an ATV is that it's supposed to be, you know, all terrain, like not supposed <laughs> to be on on like pavement, but you're supposed to be able to ride it, you know, over like you know roots that are in trails out in the woods and stuff like that. Like um, ah, they're on the streets, the streets of Connecticut, man. Right, exactly. I remember really it's like I know we have potholes and stuff, but like that's a little bit extreme to you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it's in Maine, it's like, pothole. That could be a right. movie. Maybe. Like, oh no, that'd be like one of those game shows, like the. Oh. The, um, yeah. What's that show you were watching? The the repo games. Oh, you mean uh oh <laughs> that stupid show? Not repo games. It was oh no, it was uh. Bait car. Bait, yeah, bait oh. car. Oh, it's uh, parking wars. Oh, parking wars! I knew it was one of them. Was that the one that they did here in Philadelphia? Was that yeah. the one where they they would like? Yeah. So the funny thing about that show, that parking wars show that they did here in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. so where we live in South Philadelphia, people park in the median, like literally, like you know the the, the orange strip where you know you, you know, like if it's wide enough to fit a car, they park cars there, and um, we don't know like the, there's there's speculation on why the city allows it but it's just something they just allow because the parking's so bad or whatever so when they did that parking more show they never filmed down here because it would just be like well what's the point <laughs> it's like, you know, like, like oh okay you're doing all this work to try to part you know uh you know bust illegal parking but you, you allow these people to just park in the middle of the street like that um so yeah they, they never filmed that. i i i watched it with you know um my wife and i like watched it because it, it, it took place well before i moved down here it was like in the oh, late okay. 
two thousands. Um, mm. But yeah, it's kind of it's it's kind of a funny thing. Like I think one they got kind of close to South Philadelphia, but they never mm. filmed down here because I mean even though they do have parking people that come down here and ticket, but it's like they they come down here and ticket, but they just ignore these huge swaths of cars like literally parked in the middle of the street. Um, it's just, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's funny that it's all, that you didn't expect it because everyone would have a ticket there. <laughs> then they go to the impound lot and it's, it's a ridiculous program. <laughs> Yeah, and then yeah. there's all these bonk sound effects. It's like you got to pay for this bonk. I do. <laughs> yes. And the thing was too is like it, I, I you know, we were learning because my wife and I don't have a car down here, so we we were learn you know you learn like these rules that like if you're if either your registration, inspection, or insurance were out of date and your car got towed, you you couldn't get it back. And so like they had like these mills, I guess, that were around the corner that you could like pay them however much money, and they would they would give you one of those three so that you could get your car back. <laughs> well, that's the end of car talk. We, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We're supposed to have a, we get... they have a mass accent on that show. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I never get watched car. car oh, I heard it. Yeah, yeah, car. Yeah. Yeah. Well, was your accent there, Matt? Oh, that was the other Boston. Was the, they, yeah. guys from Boston, the show. Yeah. Um, car talk. Yeah. It I just wanted to four. <laughs> yeah. Four and get my core toad down in street here. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? What accent is that? Is that the, the, That's uh, in Philadelphia. Yeah, oh, oh. yeah. My car was towed the other day. Yeah, <laughs> it was horrible. I had to go. <laughs> is that what you would hear on the show? Because everyone was from there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the, the especially the the people that were doing the ticketing. A lot of them were like you know hardcore. Because like the people who got towed, a lot of times they were sometimes they were people that were were hardcore. But a lot of times they were people from out of out of town who just you mm-hmm. know like. For anybody that's thinking about visiting Philadelphia, like my tip is to either, you know, if you're staying in a hotel, just park your car in the hotel and never drive anywhere um, because the parking is just so bad here. Um, and, and if you do like, you know, if you're coming just for the day, maybe like park at like a commuter rail stop and, and take the train in because the parking is just atrocious in the city. So, um, yeah, that's my, my tip to anybody because it, it seemed like it was a lot of out-of-towners who, you know, like, oh, I'm going to party in the city for, for the yep. night. And then it's like, <laughs> that's what, come out that's of the club and your is. car's towed. Like, hey, my car was towed. Bonk. But we can well, we can let you go. We can yeah, yeah. finish up the episode with all these bonks. But I guess, uh, <laughs> we can. Uh, what are your pl- oh? First of all, thanks for being on the show again. Yeah, yes, yeah. This was another fun one. I, the, the no subject. I, I know uh, somebody you mentioned somebody like really liked the no subject. I think it it, yes. it, it, it does lend itself to a lot of fun for these because yeah. it's just yeah. You know, I like them a lot, and as I was saying to Ty, at some point in the future, I can see this podcast kind of just becoming that. <laughs> because like if we're out of ideas and we've talked about every action star and you know and we're, we're kind of out of ideas i would just do this because i just i mean if people sure. like it because i yeah. i just think it's it's a lot of fun and i do like the free form of it yeah, yeah. it's fun i'm, I'm happy you had a good time happy you like the ideas of uh, george or defunding justice and uh, the other yeah ones. oh yeah yeah well that's the thing I, what's good about your ideas is that i can really see them they're not just like these crazy pie in the sky sort of no, ideas. No, they're they're like, i can really see them you know. Yeah, foreboding really has that really great <laughs> cover of the four heads. Yes. I feel like it's too bad that foreboding doesn't exist because it would be the absolute perfect like post on your Instagram for, for- – yeah, right. <laughs> 
I know, I, I would totally would post that. And what's funny is I think all the credits would be wrong, too, because people don't like when the credits are wrong next to the heads. Right. So, we'll just be like, so Bo Derek would be top build, but she'd be number four on the right of the heads. So and you would say Bo Diddley underwear. There's a yeah. picture of Bo Derek. And, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so make it really wrong. So yeah. You almost always get a comment. It's a wrong head. That's like a Lifetime movie. Yeah. What's that? That? I was gonna say you most always get a comment about that if they do that on the cover. Yes, I I, I noticed that the people comment on that like oh okay that's true it's a good point it's funny you know it's like right. yeah they do it wrong all the time. Right. Well, because right when they make these covers, it's like it just kind of slapped together, and so it's like yeah. you know uh, they just you know like this is the picture we're gonna go with, but so and so said they had to be top build, so they got to get their name first, and so right. Well, it's kind of like the Judge Reinhold where they hyphenated Reinhold. Yeah. <laughs> Judge, <laughs> Judge Reinhold. Oh. Yeah, so they'll they'll do whatever you know. They forget putting the name next to the picture. They'll they'll put a hyphen in there. And they'll do they'll do whatever they want. Um, yeah, yeah. Those, but, those covers are amazing. They they what they did for VHS covers at that time. It's a shame that things have become so streaming centric, mm-hmm. and you know, and I get why why that's the case. But the VHS cover for direct to video movies is maybe one of the you know both the cover and the back of it and the, the things that they would write on the back. It's just oh, it, I know. One of the things that's just it, – it's you, you, there's nothing better than that, I think. It's I know, and there were so many pasted on heads that they would paste onto other people's bodies. They would get models of people that aren't in the movie. AIP did that all the time. <laughs> they, they would do all kinds of tricks and yeah, things. It's trickery. It's really funny. One but, thing you mentioned about that actually now, David, I know we're, we're kind of wrapping up, but just a quick thing is that no I, I'm, I'm doing for my, my review this week in, in you know honor of a late Joe Lara, I'm doing a, a American Cyborg Steel Warrior, mm. and I was looking at your review that you guys did, and I don't know if you noticed that the cover, right, that they that, that, that when they I guess when they released it abroad, they had a cover that had somebody other than Joe Lara as the. <laughs> That, the, the, the guy. If you actually if you go to IMDb, they have that cover there as well. And I, I always get such a kick out of that that it's like it's not Joe Lara when they you know on the cover when they when they market it abroad. Which is so funny because he has such a, the perfect look for that kind of thing. Like that's that's usually the type of guy that they would get as the replacement. You know, <laughs> you know they get a, like a guy with long hair. It's like perfect, and then they're replacing him. He's usually the guy they replace the other guy with. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah, I, I don't even great. know who the guy is. And actually, I'm not sure if it's Nicole Hansen that's that's the woman next to him. Um, but it, it's just like some random beefy guy who is just like holding a gun with no shirt on. Um, and <laughs> yeah, and then she's next to him. Um, well, that's usually our stock in trade. <laughs> well, speaking of your stock in trade, we can give you your plugs. Yeah, so so the site is um, dtvconnoisseur.blogspot.com, um, you know, and that's where you can find links to everything. So that's where the podcast links are. Um, I think our, our most recent episode, the Ginty one, got a lot of um, oh. got a lot of streams. So people really like that one. So you know, thanks again for you guys for coming oh, on. Oh, good. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm happy to hear that. I mean, yeah. I'm guessing they hate insurance commercials too. Yeah. That's, that's why it was mostly yes. happy episodes <laughs> yes. what do you mention that because i know i'm plugging my own stuff but um uh, after movie diner with john cross he was um because you know his podcast i guess like the, the one that he uses has commercials in it and he mm-hmm. was saying like oh it looks like we're gonna cut the commercial here or whatever and he's like it's probably gonna be some horrible insurance thing and he went on a good <laughs> rant about bad insurance commercials um you know, ah, see it this yeah. This is catching on. I, I I think people are are finally sick of it after all these years. But I don't want to start up again. So we'll just uh, so what is other very dramatically. Yeah, it's it's yeah. I mean, I think we, we could do an episode on bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
But, I'm sure but, we could. We almost yeah, did. Uh, yeah, first <laughs> thirty minutes is all insurance. Mm. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean that's that's probably the bulk of everything is there. Um, and so okay. the other thing too is if you if you approach the site um, through a mobile device, um, the links don't show up, so you might have to click it in, in as a as a um. Uh, web page or view it as a web page yeah view as full page (laughs) yeah exactly but i mean twitter is dtv connoisseur um instagram is dtv connoisseur um i think facebook is um direct to video connoisseur so but it's always some combination of those things um and i think of course what people have trouble with it which i understand is spelling (laughs) typing out connoisseur it's easy to make mistakes that but i think if you get it close enough google will will you know, They'll help you. Results, if you put yeah. DTVC Kano. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should try that and see what happens if I type DTVC Kano. DTVC tends to work. Yeah, that worked perfectly, actually. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's a good point. And so, yeah, it's it, it it's something that will, will, will pop up. And so, um, yeah. And I'm also, you know, I'm on Litterbox as well. I have um, uh, a few lists on Letterbox as DTV Kano. So I have a, a, my Dolph list, my Gary Daniels right. list. Nice. PM list and so and also you can go there too. It's funny I was going to say you can go to the D, to that to see what I've got coming up for reviews. But the past two weeks I've pushed back. I was going to be doing um Welcome to Sudden Death with uh, Michael J White. I pushed it back from Memorial Day weekend to fire up the Grillo with, with yeah. boss level. <laughs> and then this weekend I'm doing American Cyborg Steel Warrior in honor of uh, Joe Lars. So hopefully nothing will happen between now and next weekend and we'll get Michael J White's review out of the way for nice, it. Nice, very nice. Yeah. And as far as us. Um, uh, Okay, so we'll start with the website itself, comeuppanceviews.net. And Ty Comeuppance on Twitter. We're on Facebook under the website name. Uh, Ty Action Rocks on Instagram. And I think that's everything. Oh, and Brenda. CR Podcast at uh, yahoo.com if you want to email us. Well, at least I'll remember to say that. This yeah, that's <laughs> I okay. Remember. I don't mind saying it. Um, <laughs> but I guess that's the end of the That's all we got. So thanks again for being on the show, Matt. Well, we have to come back again for No Subject Part Three. Yes, I know, and we got to probably start working on the next time you guys will be on on the yeah. pod as well. Yeah, well, we'll come up with something, but I know you're you're going to be back for Leo Fong, right? Yes. Yeah, which yeah, I'm we'll really excited that. about. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll shoot for that very soon, maybe one of the next episodes. So. Yeah. so all right. Guess, well, thanks yeah. again. Thanks again for listening, everyone who is listening. <laughs> and uh, that, yeah, thank you, and. We'll be back soon. Bye. (laughs) Bye Bye.
So, Ithin Paradragon <laughs> Nye Byronian? Oh my god, I have no idea. 